How are you guys? How have you guys been? I'm good. I'm tired, but I'm good. You look amazing to me. You just look amazing. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that, Beg. Always I... glowing. Thank you. Yeah. But I just came out from making jello fries, so just... Yeah. Just so tired. I've had a busy day. And I mean, it's, oh, it's just, what, 12.30? That's what I was about to ask. Yes, <laughs> it just ah. Right? Okay, I read the book this morning. Last night and this morning. I'm and a professional. Then... I foresaw uh, it. I say you're a professional. Ah. Yeah. I predicted it. Mm. You said so, actually. So all that is important is I will share with the book when the time comes, before the time <laughs> comes. <laughs> that's all that's important. I've actually had a very tedious week. Like, um... Because I'm trying to learn. I don't know if I told you guys I was learning Python. I actually didn't think I would I would actually be so still invested in it. And ugh, oh my God, it's so stressful. But it's fun. Mm. And I'm moving um, slowly towards data analytics. So I'm also trying to do that. Yeah, I started doing some kind of like LinkedIn diaries. Like most of stuff I learned, right? It was doing some free classes I was learning. Some stuff I Googled online. There was no way, there was no like certification or stuff like that, right? And I needed to be accountable to myself, right? To show that I actually learned stuff and not just the classes and stuff like that. So I started doing some kind of like LinkedIn diaries. And it's been amazing. I mean, the second week, I guess, but it has prompted me to actually um, figure out the areas that I'm still weakening, you know, in terms of data reprocessing and all that stuff. And the challenges have been fun. Like I'm working on environmental data, air quality data. Should the amount of pollutants or the particular pollutants exceed you know, the specification, using those kind of stuff as KPIs, right? To so check mm-hmm. the air quality, compare it using Excel, Power BI, some other tools like Python and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, when I finally realized that to turn the data from kind of like a text format into making it a time series manner, because I can't do any work on the data if it's not in like a time series manner. And, you know, every day I thought I figured it out. Hmm. Well, how like, Something else will happen. Yeah. Eventually, right? I figured out a way to do it, right? A lot of took a lot of research, but then it was kind of slow because yeah, I have to do that for all the years, for all the pollutants. Please a question. What is pollutant? Like um pollutant the environment, you know, like carbon monoxide. Oh, okay, okay. I thought you were talking about um, computer stuff. So Mm, yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to do data analysis for mostly environmental data because a lot of times okay, when, I was, okay, okay, okay. when I was doing my own reading and when people were teaching me, basically they used business data to get like orders, mm. studies, stuff like that. I wasn't really seeing anything that had to do with environmental data, data analytics, you know, all of it combined, right? So I decided to start figuring it out for myself. Okay. So, Yeah. And so that's how I went into learning recording macro. I'm trying to learn how to edit Visual Basics, all that stuff. But it has wow, been go smarty! <laughs> it has been exciting, but there's been a lot of stuff I've had to do yeah. so far. You know, with my extra classes, um, you know, all of that. It's been so. I've actually been so, so busy. Mm. 
But I was like, no, this book, you know, we must read. I don't know why is Moyo not here because he was so excited about the book. He must be here. He must be. <laughs> Message him. No. Because I'm like, hmm. When yeah, he was like, yeah, we must read it, we must read it. You know, eventually, I wasn't so excited about the book as I thought I would be, you know, but that's another story. So far, I have been so busy the past one month. I also, I wanted to submit um, a compilation, a poetry compilation for a competition that um, St. John's is having, that we're having in St. John's called, called the Fresh Fish Competition. And like, when I heard the name, like, I was like, oh my God, Fresh Fish. <laughs> it sounds so Nigerian in all this mm-hmm. thing. But you know, this is also kind of like a fishing, this thing. It's, it's an island, there's a lot of fishery stuff. I guess that's where the whole idea came from, Fresh Fish. But basically, it's for like emerging writers to submit their manuscripts. Like you're not supposed to write your name on the title. Mm-hmm. So basically, so that the judges can't be biased, right? So they have a team of judges, and then they just you know pick right whichever one. And yeah, second. So I decided to submit in a poetry compilation. So I've been working on that for a while. 50% of it has to be new, fresh content. And mm. most of the times I pu- I publish my poems on Medium as soon as I write them. Yeah. So you know, it was hard trying to figure out and writing new stuff and all of that. So I've had a very busy month, but I've missed you guys so much. It's so amazing to talk to you guys. Okay, that's me. Wow. Yeah, exactly. I'm like such an eventful month. Yeah, maybe how was I thought you were about to talk. When you just said, "Okay," just said that's, that, that's the transition. I'm the moderator. Such an eventful <laughs> month. Okay. <laughs> no, you. Oh, yeah, your own I, turn. No, okay, that, that's what you're supposed to do. Mm. Okay, well, I can talk if you. You still talk eventually, so. Yeah. Yeah, talk. It's been beautiful spring coming up. It's been so nice to go outside, take walks, clear my head. And um I got my driver's permit. So I've been learning how to drive with my friend Laura, and it's been so cool. She's such a good teacher, she's patient, she made the whole process like fun and just easy. Like she's just dedicated. I don't know if you know people like that that like. If, they, if you tell them that we're doing stuff together, they even do research and do everything. And so you, both of you, plus my overthinking mind who is doing research and plus has, you know, all come together. And we're like, oh, I also saw that. I also saw that. And it's just, it flows, you know, and it's just been easy to learn from her. She's a good teacher. She's patient. And after that, we go out and hang out, go like try new places in Springfield because I live in a very small town, you know, try new places here. Um, I've been discovering so many places and find out that there are more people that live here than I thought. So it's been really nice to like meet new people here too. And, you know, we hung out with some of our coworkers and uh, my neighbors and I too. We also tried to go, hey, Moyo is here. Thank God. Good. Good. <laughs> Going back to what I'm saying. So my neighbors and I... Eh? I don't sound like, like you have, like, like you're coming to beat me up. Say Moyo is here. Good, good. Uh-uh. No, you just you just had no may choice. I come in peace, so. May I come in peace? That's what I say. I'm a peaceful person, no, please. Oh, but I'm glad you are here. Thank you for coming. So, 
we've been going out like my neighbors and I, my neighbor matched you know, for a residency program. So I went to celebrate her yesterday. And it's just been really nice. There are people that I hang out with here. I've been also like going physically to church recently. So I've met more people than I thought live in this small 30 minutes town. And it's just been really cool, you know. And I've seen a lot, I've seen a lot of Nigerians too, and you know, people from other places as well. And it's just been really fun. And yeah, I don't hate this place that much anymore. It's a fun place to live. Not really like fun, like city life, you know, but it's it's nice to know that I know people that live here. And if I'm ever bored or I need something, I could just, you know, call somebody up and we go out and try a place or hang out, you know, and watch a movie because I've been watching so many old movies with people. And it's pretty fun. You know, we just when you have me in the room watching a movie with you, I'm always like shouting at the character on TV. So it's always nice to watch like a weird movie like that that allows you to do something like that. It's like all those very old cliche movies where you can predict the next line or something like that. So yeah, it's been fun. Um, yeah, I've been having a good time. And learning how to drive is really cool. So I'm excited to be able to like finally do like maybe cross-country state movement. People will see me. Don't worry. When I'm coming to people's towns, I'll let them know. Like, maybe it's driving. The whole world must know, you know. Road trip loading. Yeah, everybody must know I'm driving now. You know, I'll, I'll, you see me in Canada. You'll see me. (laughs) You'll see me, guys. Oh, wow. Guys, on this show of driving, I just woke up, went to be parked my car, and I'm seeing a parking ticket. Hmm. Oh, serious. Ah, when wait, when did it become a crime to park in front of your house? I don't. <laughs> I as in I, I'm lost. Anyway, it's all right. Can you call them and say, "Hey, bro, this is my house." <laughs> that's the plan, though. I put whoever picks my call. That's that. That's just what they tried. I put whoever picks my call. <laughs> that's so funny, huh? Where you have you been? We haven't seen you here in so long. Well, I've been all right. I've been good. I've been good. So how is Canada? You just moved to Canada from Scotland. Oh yeah. You're now living there. What's up? I think the I think the the weather is kind of like the same in mm-hmm. a way. So I'm glad. So that's something that I'm already used to in a way. And then the people are quite Canadians are actually nicer than Scottish people. So it's it's been an easy transition. I mean, I've got family over here, so that was one solid help. So yeah, it's been smooth. Have you experienced the like winter there yet? Oh yeah, I have. I have, man. I have like, and it just won't stop. It just keeps on coming, keeps on coming. You would think, okay, ending of January is gonna stop. Nope. Ending of February is gonna stop. Nope. Why in the middle of March and I'm I'm, I'm thinking we might probably get like one or two more showers. That's crazy. Oh, yeah, and I've been telling Comfort to come and visit, but, well, you know. Mm. Go and visit her now. No, no, no. Sh- I met her in this place. She has come oh, and, yeah. like, like, do work. <laughs> do you work know that? Me. Do you know that they are bringing out... So there's this airline that is coming out in St. John's. Apparently, it's supposed to... You know, I'm doing, like, direct flights to Toronto. Ooh. And it's supposed to be, like, cheaper than, you know, what we're paying now. So, what are you staying? Because Milton. you move around a lot. Hmm. <laughs> well, for now, I'm Milton. Okay. 
That's Ontario, right? Yes. Hmm. Okay. Don't worry. When I stop by Toronto, you have to come and see me because I'm meeting you halfway. I'm, going for, I'm actually going for the um, Maverick concert in June. In really? Toronto. Yes. And the Holy Ghost convention. There's a Holy Ghost convention that week too. Really? In Canada? Yes. Wow, that's exciting. Um, this um, that the geo is supposed to be coming. Wow, I didn't know that. That sounds nice. Yeah, planning. Blonde that. ambition, blondie. I love it. Timmy, <laughs> you've not you've not said it. Is yes. I was waiting for you guys. Yeah, nice so nice it's me. Oh, thank nice you. Nice Let's nice see nice you. Nice. I don't know what you look like. Who's picture is this one? Oh, Jesus. So, well, show us your true self. Who's picture? I'm very, very. What do you mean? Don't, don't, don't like the picture. Oh, yeah, shy. Hello. Hi. No. There we go. So Mama. you went chain. Mm. Where's the chain? Where's oh, the that's chain? Not fair, <laughs> <Abby>. Exactly. <laughs> <Better that way. laughs> so I'm doing a lot of walking up and down. So yeah. Oh yeah, put the picture back. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Just wanted to see what you look like. Don't Yeah, Timmy, what's up? Oh, yeah, nothing much. I'm good. Please just give your one month updates. Don't let me do what I did tomorrow. Ask a question. Follow up, follow up. Please don't give an update. I'm serious. Nothing much is happening. I just have um dissertation that I'm working on and learning how to use Excel from the scratch. So YouTube is teaching me that. Actually, that's what I've been doing for like a month now. Mm-hmm. That's so, so yeah, I'm just working on my dissertation. So I can't, I can't wait to just finish that because I'm tired of school. So that's it. Yeah, that's a good update. <laughs> that's it. Do you know and I'm applying for jobs. So yeah. When I finished my master's, my dad asked me if I wanted to do PhD. <laughs> what I wanted to do for PhD. Not what if, what I wanted to do for PhD. And I was like, I'm not doing PhD. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my mom asked me that. Are you sure? You know <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yours is even still okay. My dad is giving me ideas. He, say, he says you can do this for PhD. <laughs> okay. Mm. He doesn't say why not. I said I don't want to go to school again. He said, what does that mean? I said, I'm tired of school. <laughs> yeah, I am. <sighs> it's about time I start making the dough. I don't want to go to school anymore. I was trying to remember the song that is like money. On TikTok. <laughs> bag alerts. Major bag alerts. Uh, yeah. I know it was something everywhere. Else. What am I thinking about? <laughs> okay, guys. So yeah, well done. You're almost done with school. That's a positive thing. Yeah. So you're ready to work as a pharmacy stroke, pharmacology stroke, researcher stroke, as the Lord leads stroke, tech stroke. It's true, as the Lord leads. You know, may God direct you and keep you. You know, it's not, easy. it's not easy at all. It's not. 
And with that update, we're ready to go into the book. We are talking about the book, Nearly All the Men in Lagos Are Mad by Damilare Kuko, which is such an interesting title, an interesting cover. So it's really nice to see. But disclaimer about the book, there are some sexual references in the book. And sometimes, not sometimes, a lot of times they were quite detailed and a lot. So if that makes you uncomfortable, you know, feel free to skip that part if you're reading the book. And if you don't want to read a book that has that at all, then you don't have to read the book. You could just listen to us talk about it. And um, yeah, for me, I felt like the story was good enough without those scenes. And then she could have done it less. But at the same time, I understand that there are different types of people reading different books. Different books are for different people. So I just got what I wanted to get out of the book. And, you know, I understand also that in this society, we can't escape seeing sexual references everywhere. But it's always good to, if you're going to get your knowledge on such a topic, it's good to get resources from people who have like, you know, have the Bible as a reference as well. You know, someone like Pastor King Siokonko, he's been like educating us about things we need to know, you know, before we get married and not just about that, finances and different parts of relationship that we should have a knowledge about. And he has like this topic series, what nobody tells you about sex. And he has like different things that he wants young people to know as well. I also wanted to say that I really love how she, when she wrote the book, she talked about the stories sometimes in first person like is it first person when it feels like I'm reading in first person so I was reading in first person so it was like I was in the book and sometimes as if she was talking to me in the book so it felt like she was trying to immerse you into the book and help you to like have that point of view as somebody that's in the book and for you to empathize with the person in the story and I really like how she told different people's stories because it's really nice to hear people's stories from different perspectives because because I learn from their different perspectives because it's um you can't leave this world with just your own perspective it's nice to hear other people's stories it's nice to share them you'll learn a lot from people's lives because that'll be an example. You don't have to experience something for you to learn from it, but from people's life stories and from things you see, you're able to know what, to just make corrections in your own life and just understand what other people are going through and have empathy. Um, Yeah, so that's why I really like learning about other people's stories as well. So it was really nice to see different stories from different angles and... Yeah, I had a good time reading the book. It was a fun read. Well, I also enjoyed the book um, and each story. Um, there were some stories that made me angry. And there were some stories that, you know, I learned a lot from. Actually, all the stories that I was able to pick, you know, one or two lessons from. She touched so many parts. Mm. The title, Nearly All the Men in Lagos Are Mad, right? That's the title, so yes, Nearly All the Men in Lagos Are Mad. Yeah. It's, I think it's the kind of title that will actually want someone to actually want to read it. You know, there's some titles that you say, I like, mm, don't want to know what's in there. But, you know, 
you really want to read it and it is where to use the word catchy interesting. yeah catchy yeah like very catchy it's interesting and i i didn't read it all at once i read, read it took a break read it took a break um and yes there were so many stories i'm gonna talk about them but it's been nice if comfort actually says something as well there's so many stories that i actually enjoyed and i also gave them like a name for me to actually remember each story mm. you know just something fun while i was reading it um yeah just i enjoyed the story the the, the title was really catchy there were so many things that i you know um learned from so many things that made me angry <laughs> so yes it's it just it was, it was kind of like an emotional roller coaster while i was reading it so yeah i i guess so who who nobody would want to read a boring story so yeah it's it's good that the story touched so many emotions yeah yeah comforts okay so yeah, I can see her. you. I saw you flip. Oh, wow. She was like, mm. yeah. I swear, she just flipped, <laughs> flipped or muted. Okay. <laughs> okay, I need to bring it back. Yeah, I need to bring mm-hmm. it back. Mm-hmm. So you can flip it again. Exactly. Yeah, that's how we do. <laughs> yeah. So, this book, hmm. a lot of fun stories, a lot to talk about. Not necessarily talk about, but I don't know. That's I guess I can't wait for all of us to get into the book. So if we're ready to start now, I think Moyo, you can talk about you know what you liked about the book. There was, I guess it was a very relatable book in the end, you know, because each person has their story. And I I, I always tell people Nigeria is a very interesting place for you to draw inspiration from. The yeah. problem is that we're just too tired to draw inspiration from ourselves because ah everybody's grinding everybody's doing this people are just weary on the way they look normal but they're not all right because yeah. you know plenty wahala you know up and down to get so it's, an, it's a very interesting place to draw stories from and i always like collection of stories like this you yeah know, that feels like like they're talking about a real person and you know stuff that's happening and stuff that's going on and you know there's a lot of talk about good friendships bad diabolical friendships you know i mean i think that that story was the catfish story was actually one of my favorite <laughs> because which one was that? What? The one that Catfish. she used her friend and then yes, she left it can, the you know, and, um, Yeah, I gave it another name. <laughs> <laughs> so it was, you know, and yeah, I liked the title she gave, I guess, most of them. Mm. Uh, but it was a fun story. It was realistic, as realistic as possible. Yeah. Okay. Momo. All right, so um, before I even start talking about the book, I would like to say that some certain um, people. Yeah, in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what is that supposed to mean. <laughs> cannot say that he's in Nigeria. It's bad network. But bad wow. network happens in Canada too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this one is on purpose. You know, these movies. Have you watched those? I'm telling you, just like I was just like I was just doing now. <laughs> that I was talking and nobody was hearing me. 
You start it, then you now ask, ah, we can't hear you. Ah, she's frozen. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, hala. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's exactly it's like this. This. What's going on? Is it a... I'm you. I'm general. <laughs> okay. I just wanted to be sure it's not general. <laughs> no, it's not a general stuff. Okay. So, um, while we're waiting for Moyo to come out from whatever stuff is in, <laughs> please tell me what was your favorite um, story? Gigolo from Isaleko. It was the one story that you really felt, maybe uh-huh. you didn't have a personal connection with, uh-huh. but it touched you in a place that the uh-huh. others didn't. That's what yeah. I mean by favorite That's story. That's why I said Gigolo from Isaleko. That's why I said. Okay, the Ringo Searcher. I didn't put the topic in my in my head so when I finished reading the book the story I just write like a topics so I remember the story so my favorite was the I'm sorry I don't know the title but if I say the top the stuff you know the Uber driver with the liar in fertile husband the one that, the one that lovers uh, vendetta. That's it. Okay. A lovers yeah. vendetta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. yeah. The one that got married to the guy thought she was she was the one that had. I think the uncle came, shouted at yeah. her. When are gonna vendetta. have a child? Da, 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 da. Only for the husband to come. I don't like. I have a feeling the insecticide did something to him. After spraying the room, came out told her that he was sorry and that he has been infertile since he was a teenager. And he has been watching her going to, I don't know, his shrine or is it allowed to get potion to help her going to hospitals. So that one was really hmm. heartbreaking. That's the story that touched me the most though. Mm. Well, yeah, what's going on in Canada there? It's not only that's not the only Canada. Okay, okay what's Canada. going on in Hamilton, Ontario? Canada. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. The 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 Canadian in me forgot that I need to keep my battery charged. So <laughs> my phone battery kind of went. Oh, off. I, I absolutely understand that. <laughs> and I ran to get my laptop. Turns out that one too has not been charged in a while. But it's, it's all mm-hmm. good. I'm plugged there now. Yeah, so um what I was saying was that. Uh, yeah, before I start talking about the book, um, some certain um, fellows were against the reading of the book because of the um, sexual references and in and innuendos, which I perfectly understand. But I feel as if if you if you have that kind of reservation against against the book, then there's really no point in reading the book because it's kind of like I don't know I don't know what better what use it, but then you either appreciate the arts or you don't appreciate the arts. Like that's what the writer put out there. So it's either you read it inclusive of everything that's in it or you don't read it because there's something there that you don't agree with but then moving on but you can also read it and remove the past that you don't want and still i mean i mean but you still get it you still get the main points but that's not how the writer wanted you that like that's not the arts the writer put out there he put out everybody that can visualize that i don't need to have a visual you know me and my husband will have our visual when that time comes and the point is that they had sex to stop. Yeah, exactly. What happens in between? I don't need to know exactly how that happened. 
even if I stare for hours, I do not completely visualize. And oh, yeah, I get where you're coming. From. And um, I don't feel bad about that at all. <laughs> um, because I don't need to. There's timing for everything, and mm. for me, it's not the right time. Um, to and even if I want to visualize, I don't want to visualize other people. You know, to be me and my husband that would visualize that you know whatever was going to be visualized you know so that's where that's my own. i don't agree with moyo either i told him so several oh, times well i feel like i feel like he's solving me i feel like he's solving me that's how I'm i feel so, i'm so glad you talked it. i'm so glad it was like some people i just feel like i was like mm-hmm. oh yeah it's talking about me yeah started again i think we had a very long argument about this i feel like in as much as you um i feel like when people say stuff you don't take everything in you take in what appeals to you Uh what concerns you and um what you relate with right and i don't think that because she wrote a book and because we've decided not to read the sex and so therefore we're not appreciative of her work or her art as an artist i just i just say because you can't take everything in. That's yeah. just the truth, right? You can't, you can't take everything in. And just because, like, okay, we talk about art and we talk about how um, people see it as, you know, um, how it affects them, right? Or how it concerns them or how, based on their perspective of life or their experiences, right? And that's what they see. The artist can't just come and say that. And because when I was thinking about it, I was thinking about... Um, tears and i was thinking about this therefore that's what you must be thinking about Mm. you have your own like interpretation interpretation of things and it just because you don't appreciate everything doesn't mean you can't appreciate someone or appreciate the talent in them Mm -hmm. so please once again stop sobbing me (laughs) i love it okay (laughs) i'll think about it so So in general for me the book was like um the book was all fun like that's what that's what it was for me it was just like um so imagine like uh like you like gist right and then you're hearing stories from your friend or whatnot and this is like the stories from like individual people that like in, um, individual experiences so it was just fun for me just to hear like just to like i don't know lesson learned mm, i'm not i'm not i'm not sure like, like i feel like it's a book you just pick up when you're like when you're like bored and then like after reading you have like a good laugh like you enjoy yourself out like at the end of the book that's how i took the book so it was i don't want to um disrespect it and say it's comedy but it was a fun book let me just use the word fun it was a fun book to read because after every uh like the way some things were described was just funny uh it was just it was it was it was a nice book in general and i completely um enjoyed it that's what i'm gonna say so do you have like a favorite story? Was there a story that I mean you... I mean like the, the, the main thing that drew me to reading the book itself because when I saw the title, I felt I felt offended when I saw the title. Oh that's true. Because <laughs> then I make you want to read it. <laughs> I went to the back and uh, there was a particular um you know when they do, um, do like a summary of the book or whatnot, there was like a particular mm-hmm. scene there, um, a statement there that made me feel intrigued. And that, that's what made me um, go back to read the uh, this thing. So yeah, that's that's the story of that of that statement is my favorite story. And what's it's, that it's, it's story? Right oh yeah, that's where she tried to chop off his dick. 
Okay, oh, cock up. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Just me back. I was like, okay. Yeah, I was like, wow. <laughs> Why is it my sentence? Yeah, yeah, that was it for me. Yeah. So mine, I I don't know. I don't know if I mentioned my favorite um story of them I think all. you did. I don't think you did. I think she did. So beard gang for one oh. thing. Ah, ah okay. Hmm. And hmm, hmm. catfish. Yeah. Oh, is he that mentioned this? I know I talked about catfish, but I never mentioned it as a, like it was my favorite story. Mm. I talked about the, it in what terms beard of gang. Okay, continue. Beard gang is the one where they are high society yeah. women. Yeah, because yeah, I was like, because husbands. they were industrious, they tried to use the situation. You know, and and you know, I, when I was thinking about that, it was something that people have been saying so far that I it made me realize that women come together and they think of the most unimaginable things like they come together and they can make wealth do you get i feel like as people we are very industrious you know we're very smart in the sense of figuring out how people think how we can make money out of it and do you get but a lot of times women are in competition and have very few chances where they come together and figure out, you know, stuff like that. Do you get? Because mm-hmm. they are mostly trying to be in competition. They are mostly trying to be like, oh, yeah. do you get? Um, there's only space for one, right? But when in the few times, like when women come together for an idea or with a specific idea, <sighs> mad, you know, it feels like God just prospers it. Do you get and yeah, that's just basically what I got. Not not that wasn't what I got, right? Because they was all falling. But it was something that sort of resonated with me because I've been doing a lot of um other reading and listening to other stuff. Do you get? Mm-hmm. And it was something that you know, kind of like I don't know, the way my mind works is that it pieces information from so many places. Like I can hear something and it would be so, it's just be, oh yeah, like maybe they said the dog is red and mm-hmm. the dog is red, what's my own, do you get? It's like irrelevant information in my brain. And then somebody comes and talks about something else that has to do with that. And then my brain now pieces all those information together and it, sorts, it just makes something that makes sense in my head, do you get? And that's how it happened to me. I love that. So how, how are we going to like talk about each story each. from the beginning? Yeah, so Moya is going to start. Do you want us to just go straight into the discussion? Yeah, we'll go straight into discussion about each story, right? Okay. Yeah, Mo, that's what I'm saying. The first story, Moya is going to start because that's his favorite story. So, I mean, the story is quite interesting. Like for the first story of the book, I can understand why she put that as the first story of the book. It kind of like leads you up to know that it's 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 a tell-all book like um nothing like she's not holding back on anything because lots of details were um not even just the sexual details i mean the part of chopping off someone's dick like that's quite bold to put that in the beginning of the story like to show you that this book is one you want to read it's like it's got everything like i'm not adding any detail i'm giving you like a um first first hand experience and things like that so i felt as if it was like a good one to start off um, the book with and I mean the storyline in particular is quite it's common in a way like it happens a lot you know um hardworking hardworking lady um beautiful hardworking lady my type puts beautiful hardworking lady 
and then husband insecure um rich man toasting the lady lady being diligent and in love with her husband decides not to go with the rich man but the husband a pathetic fool and lazy and um, broke uh convinces the wife to um go with the rich man and get the money and get the proceeds the wife does exactly that and now the husband is pissed off that um he's no longer the man of the house and things like that so insecure is insecurity comes out there and then the lady being I, actually i love the way she reacted throughout that entire situation because she knew that she was definitely not wrong so i mean if, there are some even the little, little things in that in that chapter that I, I love. Like when the guy's brother also was trying to steal the guy's wristwatch or something. I think he had a family member that was a thief. Yeah. And the way the like mm-hmm. the way she addressed every single one of his family members, I so much loved it because she gave them what they needed, which was that those. I mean, everyone chopped it uh, right to the uncle, to the sister, to the everybody self. So yeah, I mean, I think that's like the summary of the of that chapter like there was a lady that was in love with her husband but then things were not going too good for them so she started a side business and was making enough money from the side business and then a rich a rich man um identified that from the side business and he went up to her let her know that he actually liked her and then he gave her a proposal of sleeping with her and he would give her all her desires and she been um she been committed to her husband and in love with her husband decided not to go with that proposal, but she tabled it in front of her husband, thinking that they were going to have a good laugh about it. But um, the man saw an, an opportunity in it, and he decided to convince the lady to go with the deal. And now the lady ends up going with the deal, and the man kind of feels belittled because the lady is sleeping with the um, with the rich gentleman, and um, he kind of feels as if she broke her trust, which is quite stupid, considering. No. Ah. Yeah, sleeping around. I don't think he feels belittled. I think he feels entitled. The man, I mean, it's strange. You know, he said that he doesn't want to work for six years. What does that mean? What are you doing? Oh, yeah, now be babysitter for the child now. Cook at That's why I said that's why I said he feels entitled. Why does what does he do? That's why I said he feels entitled. He's already he's already used to the baby boy life lifestyle now that he has, he has had the money he thinks it's time to use it to you know sleep around which was you know yeah i don't think yeah, he feels belittled or anything what, what made it around in fact i think i think she talked I mean, she said really? it she said it that he now sleeps around with other girls oh yeah i remember that she said it Right, that after he got the money, he made her buy a rich watch, a stupid wristwatch. Do you get from the money? He now sleeps around with other men. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing he probably thought that she would be so ashamed of you know the fact that she slept it around, right? He can use it against her. Do you get as this thing? Yeah, she cheated on me. Do you get okay? Interesting. That's an interesting using that as a first story to make us all out Tell them why you have refused to touch me, but you are sleeping with every girl in the neighborhood. That's true. That's why true. did you say That's yesterday true. that you don't think Kitan is your child? Mm. It's not that he feels this thing. He just mm. he's just looking for a way to make him like make her feel like she owes him. Do you get because something to blackmail her? Thank you. 
you know, Kitan is not my child because she's obviously sleeping around. You know, if she could sleep with that man, she's probably sleeping around. Do you get? And just use it and suck out her blood, her life blood, and the money along with it, and just drag her down with him. No, I don't think it's, it's a matter of insecurity. It's entitlement. That's what it is. Continue. Carry on, Moyo. Say carry on, Moyo. Moyo is- oh, yeah. <laughs> so then uh, I think my favorite part of that chapter, like I said, is the lady's reaction. I don't, I don't think the lady did any wrong right from the beginning of the, mo- of the book to the end of the book, um, whether it was dealing with her husband when he was jobless, assisting him to get a job and um, um, creating a side also and um, receiving a proposal from a rich person and rather than going with it, like turning it down and then informing her husband of it. And um, even I still, I, I honestly don't blame her for the, uh, for sleeping with the, I mean, it was, that was the, that was, she, she didn't want it, but that's what the husband wanted. I think it was for love of the husband that she decided to do all those things. And turns out that the love of the husband kind of like came to bite her in the ass because then he started making her kind of like feel guilty for things that he pushed her to do. So I think at the end of the day, when they were calling that family meeting, she kind of like flipped. As you can see how she was treating the husband. I mean, she did threaten to cut off his manhood. And then she like, she gave it to all of his, all, all of his family members that were out to get her. So. I think, mm. yeah, my person in that it's movie, is, oh, yeah. in that chapter, is it. We cannot make her seem like a saint. Let's just be frank. It's stuff that happened. She did not, wait, wait, calm down. You can't say that she slept with the guy because of her love for the husband. I beg. She slept with the guy because she was finally receiving the attention that she had wanted from her husband. She she had found somebody that treated. Just, just, just pause there, pause there, pause there. Can you, can you, she you have slept? Finish. I think the main Would she have slept with the guy? Would she have slept with you guys if yeah, the husband didn't force her? Exactly. No, she would not. She would not. But what happened in that moment? I don't say she's at fault. Yeah. I'm saying you are making it seem that they, she slept with the guy reluctantly because of her husband. No. She slept with him because she was attracted to him. She was attracted to the things that she could see in him that she did not see in her husband. And that's just the yeah, truth. They had, a, they had not slept together before they had a whole conversation where she realized that, okay, this guy actually treated her like, you know. Um, so, and yeah, they, they had... I what, 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 see, what, what of the same idea is that I get the part that the, that the Bible already says that if you if you look at someone lustfully, you've you, you already cheated. But I totally mm-hmm. get that part. But I feel as if everyone, I mean, there are movie stars out there, there are models out there. People have people that they feel attracted to. Do they sleep with them? No. Have they cheated? No. You having someone compliment you and like, oh, thank you very much. Oh, wow, this, this, this is a very nice person. You've not cheated with the person. So I'm I, I feeling um, great that the guy is giving her attention and everything. It's perfect. That's not, that's not but my point. Did she go the extra mile? That was not my point. No. She did not go the extra mile. I'm not saying she went the extra mile. Granted, the husband set everything in motion. Okay. Right? But she walked into the shower with him by okay, herself. So what, what, what should she have done? Uh-uh. That's the guy did not... The, no, 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 no. That's not the... I'm not saying... I'm not saying that she... Oh, my God. This is a story that, okay, it happens often and it does already happen. I'm not saying that you know, the husband didn't set things in motion. I'm saying that when she slept with the guy, she was attracted to him and she wanted to have sex with him. My you know, question like, for you now is just that, what do you think she did that doesn't make her a saint? And what do you think she should have done that would have made her a saint 
in that situation? Why does she have to be a saint? No, like, no. Yeah, not that I came up with the word saint. I'm saying she's not the guilty one. I'm saying she's not the one that... The, um, the way I described that was... she's not. No, I'm fault. just saying... I'm just... Uh, no, I'm just saying there's no fault here. She made a decision to sleep with him because she was attracted to him. I'm just saying, don't make it seem like, you know, she's the helpless maiden and there's a Prince Charming or the husband is the villain in the story or something like yes, that. Yes, the husband there's is the villain There's no villain in the story. In the story. That's just, okay, wait. There's no villain guess, in the story. No, 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 I guess the husband is a stupid person. But I'm just okay. saying that is not Okay, as... so what's that part in the story? What would you what would you give her in, in, in the story? The middle person? The person what by, by the fence? Person? I'm just saying no, that... Every story has a villain and every story has a... I don't think so. I don't think so. That's what it's called, Moya. It has to be like, so, okay, so, why is Okay, so... Why why, why does it always have to be good and bad? Why does it always have to be villain or Prince Charming? Why? Everything is yin and yang. Everything, there's a good and there's a bad. Everything's positive or negative. Mm. I think everything, I think everything is a sum of our decisions. Even, even, even bloodlines, bloodlines, when you look at it in detail, is either 60%, not, nothing is ever 50-50. Bloodlines itself are 50% more than, and maybe one is 60, one is 40, and that's what you're calling bloodlines. There is no middle question in any story. Sorry, I don't understand, understand what you mean by, side. I don't understand what you mean by I'm trying to let you know that I don't even know, so I don't know how bloodlines relate to this matter now. Not bloodlines. I'm just saying that lines. there's, just, I just, I just don't, okay, okay, okay. You know what, Moyo, since we are good, bad, what will you call the guy? What will you classify the guy as? The guy that's the guy, the rich guy, the rich guy. Yeah, the rich guy. He's a bad guy. Simple. <laughs> He's sleeping with a married woman. <laughs> I was not a bad guy. Oh, she that she's sleeping with a single man. She's not a bad person. She's not the a bad person. Bad at that. She's not a bad person. She's a bad person if she slept with the sing- with, with the guy when the guy came to meet her. So she's only a good out. person because her husband forced her into it and she agreed. 100% yes. Okay, so Alvin forces, forces her into it and then she does not agree and then they divorce and then everything um, shambles. It's not what you'd have preferred. So she was looking at out for her home. So you're saying that she she's not, she she's not responsible for her decisions. At that point in time, I'm saying that Alvin manipulated her and her husband pushed her to do that. I'm saying she's she not responsible the for her in decisions. this situation. Okay. So wait. I, I, I keep on asking you, what would you have had her do exactly? I don't know what I would have had her do. I'm, it's, it's for one, is a story mm-hmm. we're just discussing on it. Number two, I don't know what I would have had her do. I don't know what if you don't you know, know what you would have had her do, then you can't say what she is and what she's not. Did I say what she is and what she's not? I said she's a yeah, sum of her decisions. I said, said did that I said she's, she's a bad not... person. I said there's no bad person, there's no good person. So please, I just said that she's not, you can't call her a helpless maiden. Because obviously, <laughs> she's strong enough to make her own decisions. Mm. Obviously, she can decide to, to exactly. cut off her and husband's balls. She made her decisions. She mm-hmm. made man's advances more than once. She made her decision. But then who came and altered those decisions? The villain, the bad guy, the husband. Mm. Okay. But she should have a mind of her own. That's it. Okay. Nobody so can. She should have. She should okay. have run away with her with her kids, right? Nobody can make you do anything. If yeah. somebody tells you to kill you someone can, in front of you, you can, can drag a horse to the lake. You can't force it to drink water. Mm. If the man says she should jump inside, okay, no, she do it. Did they, no, my my own urge was: Did they have sex at the start of it? He he had told her that he just wanted her to see, you know, what they could be. He never forced her to have sex. 
He never, he, his plan was to woo her. And that was the whole thing, the seduction. He was seducing her into saying what, and she slept with him because she had decided to sleep with him because she was seduced by him. She was attracted to him. She was interested in sleeping with him. So I'm just saying, don't make it seem like she didn't have any choice in the matter. The only choice she had in the matter was after she found out her husband was about to, was sleeping with other women. Don't make it seem like that, please, I beg. There's no, she's the the right person because I'm just saying that it's, everybody in the story is a sum of their decisions. Oh, she's not a victim. That's what I'm saying. She's not a victim. She's not a victim. Interesting. Wow, you guys have raised some very important and interesting very. arguments. <laughs> I don't think I really thought this deeply I, about you. <laughs> but I, I can see it. You know, one thing we've been learning as we've been reading these books and one thing the writers try to portray is that good people do bad things, bad people do good things. Nobody is really good. Nobody is really bad. Um, in the sense that we don't have the right to judge who is good or who is bad. Let God do that. But based on decisions, everybody has a choice. And even if somebody is trying to make you do something bad, you still have the choice not to do it. You're not a puppet. So I can definitely see what you guys are saying. I understand what you mean when you say that, okay, yeah, maybe her husband sort of like... um, I, he used his um, silent tactics and so many things like mm. that, not eating food, not sleeping with her and all of that. Out of frustration, she agreed. But I'm saying, my point is that the sex was her choice. He set things in motion, yes. He blackmailed her into doing it, yes. But the sex was her choice. I would like to That's what I'm that. saying. Well, what, 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 let you know is that the essence of emotional blackmail and manipulation is to make it seem as if that is the only right choice. Mm. So you're saying that she is the product of her choices, not necessarily when she has been manipulated and emotionally blackmailed. That's to her at that present. Her choice okay. 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 Yeah. Okay. So, okay, so when this, does... This is like a love course. I love it. Sorry. <laughs> if you say that, if you say that, right, we talk, we, you say the manipulation started from when the guy convinced her to go on the trip, right? When did this stop? When did the husband's manipulation... When did this stop now? Yes, when did the emotional blackness stop? When did she finally feel like she had a choice in the matter? That's when she realized that the guy was not all it was set out to be because at the end of the day, when she did when she did go on the trip for the husband and for the family's sake, she didn't... The guy did not... She didn't, like... She felt like she... At that point in time, she felt as if she lost her husband. That was why, as you can see, when she was having the family meeting, how was she? She did not have any regard for the guy any any longer. Mm-hmm. Someone that she loved deeply. That she found uh, she she was disappointing in front let of me, the family. Let me tell you, let me tell you the truth. A lot of talk. times women love their husbands when they start the marriage. They don't love their husbands in the middle of the marriage. She loved why? him at the middle of the marriage. Comfort. The, the, the only reason why she stopped loving him was when he started giving her a different, Mm-mm. a different. Um, yeah. I don't think that's when, when she, she stopped back. loving him. Or... That's when she stopped loving think, him. I don't yeah. think that's when she stopped loving him. It's you not like a point. Wait, order in the court. Order in the court. One person oh, at a time. Did she go on the trip out of love for her husband? Yes or no? No. Okay. Why do you say no? Out of duty. That's out what I think. Duty. Out of duty. Okay. 
So now you're saying there's a wait, 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 can you can you no, wait? Mm-hmm. Let me let me ask you a question, right? Yeah. Um, something I've learned so fast last year, right, was that men and dif- men and women are different in how they approach and how they end relationships, right? A woman will be in a relationship for five years, and at the end of it, she feels like, no, I can't let go of this thing. We have to get married because she has committed five years, investment, life, abortions or non-abortions, or all that stuff into a relationship. And she feels duty bound to make the relationship work. A guy would have ended, after five years, he thinks, oh, okay, I'm free now. Let's start, what's next? Let's start something else. True or not true? Oh, no, that's, that's possible. Yeah, that's, that's possible. Yeah. A lot of times, women- It's not true. Um, Wait, 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 wait. Let me oh. let, let me sorry. It's not true, but it's possible. True means it's the blanket truth. What I'm saying is it's possible mm. means okay. it is a possibility. Okay. So it's okay. not true, but it's possible. Okay, let's say that. So I've okay. A lot of times women um feel like they invest a lot of stuff into relationships, and so therefore it must work. She's married to the guy, she has a kid with the guy. What's her what are her options? This marriage just has to work. I don't, I'm not saying that she didn't, so maybe, you know, there wasn't some idea of love. She wanted the relationship to work. Mm-hmm. Clearly. She wanted the relationship to work. I just feel like it was a combination of so many things and it wasn't just love. I might agree that you say it's a combination of other things, but love tipped the barrel. Because, yes, she, she found the guy attractive. She found the guy nice because he was giving her, was it, um, it her and a child. Right, so that and everything might have built up something in her. I think, I Definitely. think he gave her an but escape. What made her, what made her fall for the guy, what made her agree to do whatever the guy wanted was love. Okay. So, therefore, all those other things were there in the background, but then they were not enough to tick the barrel. So, even if you say the question of other things, love had more proportion in, in those combinations because that what tipped the barrel. It was until her husband, the person that she loved, mm-hmm. gave her the go ahead that she, that she ended up doing that. So, no matter what you say, it's still out of love for her husband that she went. Mm. No, you gave an excuse to do it. You both raise in, in both raise important points. I feel like when women invest a lot in relationships, you can't oh, really separate. Stop saying, stop saying when women invest mm. a lot. In relationships. Everybody makes investments in relationships. When people no, invest a lot in no, relationships, no, 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 I'm not saying people don't invest in relationships, but women feel like there's so much plastic. And it must work. And that's just the truth about it. Women feel more. And this is not something that I'm just coining out of this thing. This is something I've had a conversation with a lot of guys about. I'm, as a guy, I'm telling you that your logic is not is not necessarily true 100%. Okay. Because both genders invest a lot into relationships. Like now, I mean, it, it's, it could be switched. That could be a relationship that it's, it's the okay. guy investing 80% and the lady giving out the 20%. I'm saying that when women feel like they've invested a lot into a relationship, they feel like they're duty bound to see it through, that it must work. So the guys are not duty bound to see it through. That's not what she's saying. She's just specifically talking about women. Hmm. No, 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 comfort, come again. Let me let me get the point again. <sighs> oh, this is fun. Comfort, I I've missed this buzz buzz. Come on, come again. Let There's me no buzz buzz in it. You have your opinion, I have my opinion. That's just the truth. Okay, opinions can exist. You can agree with me that a lot of times when breakup happens, especially after a long period of time, women always like, "Oh, I've invested so much into this relationship." Blah 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 blah. Yeah, do you know that after a long period of time in relationship, men are always like, "I've invested so much into this." Blah 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 blah. It happens 
both ways. You know what? Let's go to the second story. Oh my. I think it actually depends on the person. So you both are correct. The gigolo <laughs> from Isaleko. Oh, oh shit. That's the second story. That's the second story. Oh, Jesus. The gigolo was fun also. Ah, the gigolo was fun. Okay, Iggy. You may be carry on. My uh, favorite don't story. Want, you don't want me. Wow. No, I don't want brief, you. Brief discussion, yeah. please. Brief discussion. Let me get out. Let me get out. Please, brief. Okay? That means a factor. Brief. <laughs> okay, guys. So I like this because this was one of the ones where she was speaking like I was in the party. And, you know, she was talking about Iggy and talking about Senny. And I think there's a, there's a third friend. I thought there was a guy talking. Oh, can I just chip in? Just one, just one chip in. I think this is one of the few stories actually has a guy telling the story. So it yeah, was it's a story. guy telling the story. Okay. You know, there were three friends, Senny, Iggy, and mm-hmm. the guy telling the story. Mm-hmm. Was telling yeah. the but I didn't say it was a girl telling the story. Why is everybody suddenly on me? Oh, she said she. she no, uh-huh. she said that she felt like she was at the party. Ah, oh, she, oh as for you. Me, no, yeah. Right. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was like, what's going on? <laughs> okay. I was hearing a she. I, I heard the, the word she, not me. That was why I... Oh. Continue. Okay, so I felt like I was at the party. <laughs> and... um. Yeah, because she was talking. She was like, oh, do you? how do you know Iggy? You don't, blah, blah. And she was trying to get you to like, to want, kind of, kind of set you up with Senny at the end of the day. And there was Iggy who liked to get married to women because he wanted something from them. So the first lady, she was innocent and nice. And he married her. Everybody was confused and Later on, five years, he came back from America with his American passport that he had gotten from this Nigerian-American girl. Then the second lady he met, they all liked her. She was Muslim. And before you know what was happening, Iggy turned into a Muslim, saying his name was Iqbal. And before you know what was happening, <laughs> even though the girl knew that he had been around with other nice. girls, he married Jamila, I think. And um, that's how, after a while, he says he's not Muslim again and left that one. You know, before mm-hmm. he knew it, there's another one is pushing. He's just always that kind of person trying to get something. And it turned out he was with Jamila to get a contract from the government mm-hmm. for his startup, you know. And it's just like this dude was just very, um, I'm trying to think of the word, but when you like target people and you like try to get something from them, um, it was a user. That's it. That's that's I for 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 a lack of words, he was someone who just liked to use people for his personal benefit, and I think sometimes, except the first girl, the second girl, Jamila, I feel like she could sense that this is kind of off from nowhere. This dude as a player suddenly turned into a Muslim wants to marry me, but I feel like because she was like older and people have been on her to get married, maybe she felt like you know, let me just satisfy this marriage requirement and just like get married to this dude and the funny thing is like um seni also loved jamila he was so heartbroken at the whole thing and because of that he left to i think abuja and you know their friendship kind of like broke up kind of at the end of the day especially when the dude married jamila that was like the last straw 
and three of them had been closed. They had come from like a community, Saleko, and you know, they they had finally like met up in different parts. Two of them grew up together. One of them they met the other one. Um, I think in NYSC. And you know, they all clicked and had an apartment together. It was fun. So it was just really nice just seeing their story. They had a startup. So it was nice that she introduced like kind of tech, kind of like the whole new, um, you could tell that it's a recent story. It's not something that would have been told like 1980s or something. So it was just really nice to see. And um, yeah, I enjoyed the story. And I felt bad, especially for the women involved, especially the first girl who I feel was so nice. She couldn't see it coming. This nice dude just came to her. I'm sure you know what's happening. She's divorced, alone. Her parents had helped her and helped this dude. And he just left her like that after five years. And he had an agenda. And it's so annoying because five years is a long time. You know, and you just be confused. Like, I don't know where you start from to pick up and start finding yourself. But it's messed up that somebody had that kind of long-term con. It's a con, you know to go after you it's just you can't tell like sometimes and what people have at the back of their mind and it's really scary because it's like man we need the discretion of the holy spirit like descend discernment i mean from the holy spirit because people have a lot of agenda towards you and it's just really hard for you to even know how you plan a five-year-long con like in your head you're like i'm going in for five years and you just and you're laughing, you're just saying, maybe you even have a child with the guy. For you know it, after five years, he's making fake fights. For you know what's happening, there's divorce. And you're like, I can't imagine if she, and there's no way she would even know that it was a con. To her, they just broke up because of something. You know, and I just feel oh, like yeah. it's just, it's just really messed up how people just use other people like they are things, <laughs> you know, wow. and they don't have feelings and I feel really bad for Jamila to, you know, being, there's nothing wrong with being 30 and not married, but when you're in Nigeria, they can make it seem like as if you are damaged or like something's wrong with you. And there's so much societal pressure, you know, to get married. So I don't blame her, you know, even after seeing everything, but no matter what girl, it's not worth it, you know, marry when you feel is right. You know, and if it means we do, you know, whenever, so be it, you know, because marriage is supposed to be at least till the end of your life, you know, not just a short term moment. Can I talk? I've ended. Let's take the flow. Thank you very much. So, first things first, um, one thing I find interesting in that story and intriguing is the fact that five plus years in various relationships and this guy didn't have any kids. I mean, must have been so good. Like five plus years and then he avoided having kids. That's what I was about. And um, secondly, yes, this, the Muslim lady, 30 year old, I think she knew what she was getting into. Yeah. Not I think, I'm definitely certain she knew what she was getting into. So, I'm going to be the comfort of the last story and actually put some of the blame on her. Because I got the part that 30 years, people are clamoring for her to get married and whatnot. What happened to Senny? <laughs> Senny was right there. I'm very upset. Senny was right there. 
comfort of so the last if that year. Was, if that was the, if that was <laughs> not the, the end of it, Moyo. If that was the reason, the war, then Senny was right there. The so line has been drawn. But Senny did not convert to, to, to mm, uh, Islam. Mm, mm, that's the problem. She knew what she was getting into. Yeah. Mm. She knew what she was getting into. She wanted a player. She wanted a Yeah, she knew girl. what she was and getting so, into because yeah, they so, had been friends for a while. So I'm she knew how she was. 100% to blame. But some of the blame should definitely be apportioned to her. Because the marriage I, was not the problem. You know, you know the thing. You know, do you know the problem with you, Moyo? You think that there oh, must a always be blame to be shared. Like somebody must be to blame. No, no, no. I think the main problem with me is that I want to just write you up. That's just you that, keep that, apportioning roles. And oh, I don't no. think you need to apportion roles in a story. I did a portion role, yeah. All I'm saying, yeah, is most that of the blame she's not taking. She's not the same. Most of the blame, she's not the same. No, 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 no. I said she should take some of the blame. Some of the blame should be apportioned to her. I did not put a quantity. I said some. Now, that's left to you to decide how many you want to give on to her. I rest my case. Thank you very much. Thank you. That's it. Yeah, the story was... Oh, oh, just... All is well that ends well because oh, it seems like Sunny is getting a good girl. So, I yeah. want to say that... Yeah, Sunny, hey, if you're existing, call me. <laughs> you already <laughs> have somebody. Sorry, at the party. It's getting, it's no, getting a good girl at the party. You are the person at the party, according to the story. Yeah, and, there's, and, they're, and they're setting you up with Sunny. Mm, that's why I said so, That's why she said call him. I want to say. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, that's valid. I want to say, right, that a lot of times, um, people love how they've been loved. People give love as they receive it. Mm, thank you, Pastor. Some people treat love as a business transaction because it's all they've come to know. Some people treat love as a way to take advantage of other people because that's how they've learned it. Hmm. So a lot of times, all times, people give love as they've received it. And in fact, a lot of times, a lot of healing that goes on, you know, a lot of things that people, in fact, a lot of times we become our parents and so the only thing that can break the cycle you know a lot of times we talk about how we don't want to be how our parents are but we always revert to what is comfortable when we don't know what to do so if we want to break the cycle if we don't want to be we feel like okay maybe there's something we don't want to give in fact the only person that can change who we are is the holy spirit and that's something that he has to deal with us on about you get us yeah. figuring out us untangling uh you know how we know love to understanding love from god's perspective to giving love to other people in the way he wants us to do as christians I'm so are you to- saying that iggy had grew up with potentially grew up with love as transaction with his parents like they did possible possible i'm just saying that um a lot of times we rush to that's why i don't like doing the whole villain thing because once you hear that story you begin to imagine okay so now who's the villain in this situation mm. right and that's you uh, get so basically that's why i like feeling like um a lot of times let the story just rest right there's no need to portion blames right um just here because to understand people we need to understand their story so like that's why people say it's even easy like 
it's easy to love anybody, including the devil, because then he tells you some sub story or tells you this thing, right? And suddenly you're understanding, right? from somebody's point of view but basically what i'm trying to say is that i'm not saying okay yeah so therefore um because something tragic happened in his life so therefore is what he's doing is right because you know if we sympathize with him who's going to sympathize with all the people that he has dreamed and the people that you know will potentially be ruined by that you know stuff that's happened like digger so i'm just saying that i'm just putting it out there that a lot of times you know, we think, okay, yeah, bad people are just, you know, that. But we even need to reflect on our lives and realize that a lot of times we give love the way we have received it. And that's like, you know, something that goes back to home and family and all of that. Still in line with the comfort from, from the last story. I, <laughs> I, think, I think blaming... Um, this blaming this next story, people should not be the last story. On his, on his parents is quite... It's quite wrong in a way because everyone is a product of their decisions. I don't think she's blaming. Moya, <laughs> you are a good listener. Stop blaming his parents. <laughs> Just saying that some people may have suffered some kind of traumatic incidents as a child. And, and Jimmy, tell me, in this moment, I love you so much. She I love you so, so, so much. What I say, what I say, close to the end, I said that. Are we going to sympathize with him just because maybe something might have potentially happened mm-hmm. to him? No, we will not because who will sympathize with his victim? That's what I said, Moyo. Open your ears. I'm sorry. My li- I already had my line of thought and I have to just get it out there. So, <laughs> it's not accomplished. That's you what I got. It it to just say. <laughs> it was itching, yes. So, I'm glad I got it out. Oh, wow. <laughs> Good to know. So, who's going next? The anointed wife. Oh, wow. Hmm. My wife and her letters. Oh, my God. Hmm. So, letters. Ah, first of all, she started with, yeah, brothers and sisters. No, hopefuls. Yeah, hopefuls. Like, what's going on here? So- <laughs> they're brothers and sisters in the Lord. Then she just gave up and went straight to fellow Nigerians. So, the pastor's wife. So, um... Hmm. I this this story was very it was another very interesting story to me because it's also very realistic as the other stories. But I think this one at least somebody would have heard like a story or two about something like this. So basically, it's about a pastor's wife. She's the one narrating the story. Her husband. She met her husband when she was eighteen. He was twenty-two, and um, they. I think he was working. In, I can't remember, maybe a tech company or so. She was also working and she just suddenly, she felt like the husband was called to become a pastor because he was good with, you know, public speaking and talking to people and all that, which he eventually became. And, um, you know, they grew their wealth. They had they had kids, right? I can't remember. Yeah, they had kids, about two or so, I can't remember. So they grew their, you know, church. Then there was this scandal. Um, a lady came in and said that um, the pastor slept with her and that it was just all over the news. It was all over um, social media, Insta blog, to GitHub, everywhere. So then the, the pastor's wife decided to write letters to the public, you know, defending herself, defending her husband, defending the church and pulling the woman down, you know, 
making it look like she was lying and the devil is using her to destroy her home and the church and her husband and everything. And this woman came with full force. She had her weapons, let me put it that way. She had a team, social media team, management team, you know, people that, I, I would say the church was more like an organization than a church itself. It was a company, let me put it that way, you know. People were backing her up to fight this case of this lady that is coming to trample on what she has built, she and her husband. And so she wrote letters to the public to defend her family. And she, I think the public really got angry because it was like she was now covering the whole issue. It wasn't really helping her case at all. So at first she didn't want to talk to the woman. Then she later calmed down. I was like, okay, she wouldn't mind talking to the woman or seeing the woman. She kept praying for the woman. You know, she kept trying to defend and to make sure that everything is okay but it was just worsening the old case. So she eventually realized that her husband did in fact sleep with the woman. She, fabricate, she fabricated a video showcasing that, oh, on this date in question that this woman is claiming her husband was with her, her husband was actually with his family. So she hired um, some tech guy to fabric, fabricate a video and show the public that no, this woman was lying. And the woman kept insisting. So there was a particular sentence that her husband says when her husband is about to sleep with her. What's, what is it? Um, let's go and praise the Lord, the Lord in bed. Let's go and worship the Lord in bed. So that's what her husband says to her when they're about to have sex. And celebrating, that was what her, celebrating the Lord. Yeah, let's celebrate the Lord in bed. And that was exactly what her husband told the lady so she found this out when she decided to sit down with the lady and i don't know have an interview or something so that justified that we we all know that she knew her husband did it but she was just in this show and she didn't want you know the church to crumble or anything like that so with that she then fully knew that it was actually her husband that you know her husband actually slept with this lady and she was a prostitute apparently mm. so um she now had to use her last card. So what she did was that, because definitely she's not going to tell the public that, oh, yes, my husband does say this. No. So what her last card was that she hired a Russian IT expert that even our, you know, church committee did not know about because they were also helping with the whole issue. So even our church committee did not know about, she hired the Russian IT experts and the guy actually did some, you know, IT stuff, and that was the last straw she used to justify that her husband was not with the lady who claimed that her husband slept with her. It was sad, let me use the word, because something like this actually happens. Pastors or religious leaders, let me put it that way, they do all these things, you know, on the low, you know, behind the curtains. And this lady knew that her husband was a cheat from the first year of their marriage after she had their first child. She caught the man on two occasions, sleeping, cheating on her. Mm. One was, I think she traveled and I don't know, she eventually didn't, you know, get to her destination. She got back home early, mm. saw her husband cheating. Then she ran off, then Lisa came into the house after the lady had left. The second occasion when they had become, you know, wealthy and they were, you know, mega church and all, she went to his office 
after I told her I was going to be late and caught him sleeping with a prostitute in his office. So I felt like definitely the woman will do a possible best to make sure this doesn't go out because so many things are at stake. Number one is a religious leader. Number two, they are rich. You know, there's also their kids and everything. And she was like, you know, all those punk, all those, I don't want to use the word mommy, Gio, <laughs> pastor's wife that looked so fashionable. She had a crew that took care of her you know, that picked her clothes and everything. And so she wasn't really ready to lose all of that at all. And she did not care whether she had to pull out, pull certain strings, you know, for a pastor's wife. So she didn't care. Her husband cheats. She lies. Who cares? So I was just reading and I was just thinking that, fine, there are certain things we as human beings cannot see, but God sees everything everything and you can't hide anything from him he sees everything and why she had to wait for you know she already knew the kind of husband that the kind of husband she got married to why she had to wait till she had you know built this empire you know and then doing this drastic thing just so she keeps you know the wealth the status the perfect you know aura that they emit you know that people see that they emit you know because you know you know how we say that you need one lie to cover up another lie to cover up another lie so I just felt like when she saw that her husband was cheating on her you know a year into their marriage why didn't she leave why didn't she leave why did she have to wait for that long you know, when they had built wealth together and everything. And she had to take this. She had to do this to make sure that it's not tainted. Their empire isn't tainted or anything. At that point, I was like, God is not the focus of this church anymore, but rather status, wealth, popularity, publicity, and all that. So... Since the topic says nearly all the men in Lagos are mad, I don't know, is it the man to blame for this? Since so, you know, want to be blaming, but is it the man to blame? Is it the woman? Was it both of them? You know, but I felt like she could have detached herself from such environments as early as possible so it wouldn't have worsened. So, and the time she met her husband, she was the one that was like a bit forward. So I was... I, I was now very suspicious of his attitude when she first met him because she was the one that initiated the case. She was the one that initiated too many things and the guy was the shy one. So I was a bit like, was she the one that unleashed the beast in him to be cheating or what exactly went wrong? So, yeah. So it's yeah. yeah, so, um, I mean, like, I, I don't have lots to say on this regard, but firstly, um, Channeling comfort again, Timmy, I honestly don't think in every single story there's someone to blame. I mean, some stories are just there to be told, you know, so looking for like who was at fault probably might even be the intention of the, of the, um, of the writer. But anyway, yeah. um, secondly, 
yeah, the story is is a unique is a is a unique one, I guess. But not necessarily unique, actually. I would say mm. even outside the confines of the religious um, institution, it happens in homes, you know, or or wherever, like in normal normal homes or in homes of people of political power or or, or whatever. Like, I mean, it's marriage; people cheat, right? So, sucks. But I, what, what, I, what I would like to point out is. The lady at any point in time, oh God, hold on, I'm I'm losing my line of thoughts. Oh, I see why comfort is comfort space is no, is no longer showing. I was wondering why, like, I'm losing, I'm losing I'm losing my line of thoughts. Comfort, come back now. Oh yeah, I remember. I, 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 yeah, my second point. I remember it now. So I was going to actually ask comfort. My second point. I want to I want to know what comfort where comfort stands, so I know how to like attack the matter. So that was actually my second point. Uh-huh. I was wondering I was losing my thoughts. What if you were standing on the same side? Oh no, we'll see. We'll see. I don't know where she stands for <laughs> if I make for that do, 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 you, do you have anything to say about the story? Yeah. So I would say you mentioned that why didn't she leave after one year? And you know mm-hmm. in Nigeria like the some people like I would say a lot of people carry marriage like a whole thing mm-hmm. and not many people would leave you know many people will try and make you work i think comfort mentioned that the point like mm-hmm. people try and make you work to stay even if some people are even like okay with their man cheating and doing everything as long as they can have that status of i'm a married woman and this woman one thing i didn't like is how he called her mommy mommy something i just that's the turn up like i think at, at that point cycling her dad like she's not mommy. his wife she's yeah. yeah maybe that's even yeah. the time he had already started cheating anymore ah that's, i don't like that mommy mommy to me mommy do maybe i don't like that yeah so there's that and the whole ministry thing i feel like they call themselves the ministry like ministry is not just waking up one day and say oh yeah i can speak well let me be a pastor it was about that coding now you you know so yeah that's a great deal you know you speak well it was like okay yeah i'm like why didn't you just call me motivational speaker why a pastor that's a good one i don't think it works be a life coach (laughs) life coach (laughs) exactly it was a nice story and the stuff that happened. Funny enough, a friend, um, something happened a while ago. Was it about the pastor? I can't remember. Someone influential, Sha. I think it was a pastor. And my friend was like, why would the wife still stay by his side and explain, you know, to the public and tell everybody that they are working on it? And I told her, I will say what I told her. I said she has invested so much into the relationship mm. for it not to work. Maria, if you want to come against me because I can see it in your face, I'm just going to ignore you. Just know that I'm just going, no, no, I'm just going to I'm ignore offend, you. I'm offended. I, I feel like you're offended. I literally always come with good intentions. So I don't know. I don't know what you're trying to think right here. It's all the right. road to hell is paved with good intentions. Wow. wow wow madu <laughs> oh yeah and, so, and, that's I, that's I, crazy. I, why why can't the pastor himself come and explain why the wife though no because he's busy writing sermon because he has other things to do that 
There's been <laughs> one thing I like, I like to say is why, that. Uh, oh, no, uh, there's so many ways they can play it though. They can play it as he's he's too busy repenting. An there was an God. answer that he he can't be coming out to be. I would like to say, I think the lady said something about he can't be coming out to be sorting out all these kind of things. That to dignify to it. Yes. To dignify this kind of um accusation. Oh, okay, I see what you mean. So he's probably like doing something more spiritual, you know. So if he's coming out, people will be like, okay. Maybe there's something to it. Exactly, yeah. there's something to it. So he has to be busy with, you know, God's work. <laughs> I feel like, yeah, that makes sense. That's true. Well, they always say it even in movies, like, don't say anything. Like, just do like... Yeah. Don't just, just keep doing what the public thinks you're doing. Mm. Yeah. International relations. Okay. Are we giving summaries, like short summaries? Yeah. Mm. Okay. Short. short. Mm. So international relations is about this girl that, in fact, I think the title should have been nearly all the men in Lagos are mad. Because that phrase repeated itself at least twice in the story. Mm. Uh, okay. Yeah, I'm tired of Lagos men. Nearly all of them are mad. So, um, so she's talking about her own. She's documenting. She had reached a point in her life where she felt like all the men in Lagos were mad. If they were not liars, they were point is they all had coins coin or something wrong with all of them so therefore she had decided that she was going to start looking for white guys however she met she had kind of like a short experience with a lebanese guy that could speak yoruba and was learning Igbo. i think <laughs> and so while they were talking yeah pigeons nigerian in white body you get while they were just talking about all of that, white, remember yeah <laughs> true 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 they were just talking and talking to you about talk show. She was talking about her desire to search for white guys. This guy now came and you know spoke in perfect Yoruba according to what she said. Dig it. And she was like, no, her Oibo that she's looking for must be Western. It should not be Indian, Chinese, or anybody that's more Nigerian than she. And so she continued her search, right? And she, he also talked about, she had this friend, right? What was the guy's name? Because the guy used to say Charlie a lot. The Ghanaian Dequesi. Mm-hmm. Yes. So that one was her friend. He had his wife. And, and eventually she started dating this guy, this Ukrainian um, apostle. And she's calling him pastor because his name was kind of like apostle. Right. So she studied it in the Ukrainian and she has always liked older guys. So she was perfect, perfectly fine with the fact that he was 55. Anyway, sure. Oh, wait, there's a part I want to talk about where she was talking about her requirements for men. It mm. was so fun. She said, I have a list of preferences. First, he mustn't have poverty mentality like one of my exes, non so who insisted I cook even when I was exhausted because it was cheaper. It was a problem because he was one of those I want fresh soup every day kind of man. If you like fresh soup every day, 
Learn to cook. Learn to That's cook. it. That's it. That's it. That's he called the same, he called himself a foodie, but he really was a gluten. Uh-uh. He <laughs> fired my chef and gardener as part of a series of silly wife material tests. Mm-hmm. No punish you and the wife material. <laughs> oh my goodness. My relationship with Nonso had me cooking, doing his laundry by hand, cleaning on weekends. Then he made her take Uber or public transportation when they had car because he didn't have a car and he did not want to enter hers. I regained my senses and broke up with him the day he suggested we fly an Okada over Ted Mainland Bridge due to traffic. To their mother. Maybe it was also because we were on our way to see his mother. And I realized I couldn't take that huge step with such a miserly man. That brings me to my second preference. He should have his own money. And she also wanted the guy to be plain looking, which was I thought was fascinating. Mm. She wanted a plain looking man so that Lagos women will not fight with her for him. And he will feel lucky to have her. Mm. There are women like that. A queen and more. more. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay. Queen and more now. Like, that's how she wanted to feel. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, so she documented her whole um finding, trying to find guys. There was this German guy that she ended up buying a drink for, only for her to realize that she, the guy has girlfriend. And the girlfriend, she don't want to fight to ah, She was like, what a victim. <laughs> So she could have respected herself and just carried herself as soon as she left. Mm-hmm. And then she met this Ukrainian guy that I think I talked about. And, you know, Apostle, she's calling Pastor. And they started dating, you know, she didn't really have so many complaints. And she felt, okay, yeah, yeah, you know, things could actually go from here. And then enter Charlie, question that comes. And they've been friends for like 12 or so years. They've been through a lot of stuff together, right? But she tries to respect her boundaries because he has a wife. And the guy's telling her that, I love you. I've always loved you. We just haven't really been in the right place. You know, we're always seeing people. And then she's like, that. she knows that the guy likes Oju Kokoro. Do you get? And that was just the one thing I really picked about her past. It's like, you know, something that he doesn't, can't have. That's what he wants to have. Do you get? And then suddenly, do you get? The guy, pastor is coming and he's like, you have good man now. Me, you're too old to change man every day. So you never talk to that man again, okay? Mm-hmm. And just like that, time slowed and stood still. In fact, this was my favorite. This has to be my favorite one because this part, this conversation was my favorite part. Mm-hmm. See, in this life, you need to know so you need to know yourself. I know myself. I like to joke and talk nonsense, but I will not disgrace myself. I'm a yagba if I allow one man, one moment to stand on top of my head in this Lagos. <laughs> yeah, she has, she has suffered. <laughs> no, that, that was like, a, it was so fun to read that part. And she was like, that it's of them should get out, right? It didn't, end, it didn't end with her finally getting a guy, but it just showed us kind of like a glimpse into the search for a man in Lagos. Mm. The end. 
And mm. she said, you know, that it doesn't matter the race that when they come to Lagos, that all of them go crazy. No, my mad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess that she needs to go out. Now there's Lagos. something here. But it also depends on what she's looking for. Let me see what like, you're drinking. At a point, I just started asking, babes, are you sure you're not the problem? Like, I know that, yes, you just have to be careful. You need to have that vision 2020 to see well. But then again, with that requirement, I guess you should still, you know, add few. I don't things. think there's anything wrong with that requirement. Mm-hmm. I, 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 like, I absolutely like completely things. agree with her. As she's meeting this Ukrainian now, she probably just add, but then again, she doesn't know whether and her son that is not domineering or something. Just add it there to the list. I oh, should just go outside Lagos if she's insisting it's because <laughs> it's because of Lagos itself. Oh well, it's not easy. She even had sports where you can go to find the white man. Our friends are nice, so very think, connected. Yeah, these are friends. One was like, Come, you can spend the night with me, you know. Also, she can find someone that she's looking for. Very, very supportive friends. How is it that whenever I come, comfort disappears? <laughs> Maybe it's unpopular. It's very, very suspicious. She has been here since I, I, I just took face small. She have gone away. It's okay. Well. Anyway, I found the story quite interesting. I mean, it's 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 literally the story of a lot of um ladies ladies right now, like trying to um diversify into that international realm. So some of them. <laughs> you know, the white face. Yeah, you said it. I was like, oh, that's funny. So, some of them. International <laughs> real. So, yeah, some of them actually, I mean, I mean, credit to the lady. She knew what she wanted and then she, she gone for it. I mean, it's. Well, you know, you're in Canada. How are you diversi- diversifying into the international realm? Well, uh, anyhow, it happens. I, I mean, and, I mean, that was part. I don't know. I don't know. How do I explain it? Well, what to be will be? It will be from the African continent, Asian, European. We'll, we'll see. That's all I can say. But for real, all I'm saying is that they didn't know what she was after, and then she went for it. I mean, they did a lot of research. She had her guiding principles. So she had her, um, her do's and don'ts, like what she wanted. So, I mean, I, all credit to the lady. And to me, she she did everything right. Like when she identifies somebody, the person does not meet up a certain criteria, the person gets dropped. And when she felt disrespected, she drops the pastor or the apostle. So, I mean, like clearly the lady knew what she wanted. She went after it. Sadly, she didn't get what she wanted in the end. But hey, I, 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 you, know, you know what they say, it's never about the destination, you know? It's always the journey. Like, so it's quite an interesting journey. So she will have a, a story to tell when she finally finds the perfect Uyibo Pepe. So, yeah. So, she was at the airport, so she gave up her seat. Basically, she gave up her seat for this guy. Like, for the guy's mom wanted her son to sit with her. And so she gave up her seat, and then she realized, oh, my God, this guy is such a fine guy. You know? Like, all those films that we watched, instantly, they sort of attracted to each other, you know? And... They started going out, stuff like that. You know, she liked him. He liked that. He was the only son of his mom. Right? 
and you know they were feeling each other you know they were in love and so when the yeah he said they dated for three months before she realized she had never been to his house okay so finally right they she he invited her to his house. And at first she was like, oh my God, you live with your mom? And he's like, no, 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 it's a two apartment kind of part. But my yeah. mom stays here. I live here. Blah, blah, blah. Same compound. Exactly. And so she comes, though, you know, she meets the this thing. And the guy's trying to impress his mom by saying things like she's a geologist, even though he knows she has given up her this thing her geologist, this thing, right? And he's trying to impress her mom with stuff about her that, you know, is yeah. not, do you get, really true. And she felt like he wasn't defending her, do you get, or he wasn't presenting her, you know, like he was ashamed of who she was, do you get? Like when he was like, um, I mean that they taught you better, they taught you better than to wear something this short with this slit, right? <laughs> and so he's, the woman turns to her son is what she's wearing good. Oh, wow. And, yeah. And the son is like, oh, mommy, I see what you're saying. It's not good like that. No mind. The mommy After praising ah! her, saying she was Nonsense. beautiful, her clothes was nice, she looks this, she, ah! He changed mouth. Quickly. And she was trying, she was there trying everything to please the mom. She mm. get, when she was like, okay, um, this was amazing. Can I get your recipe? Will you teach me how to cook it? The woman's like, I don't share recipes. <laughs> I didn't pronounce her name well. You saw Jide, she said Jide. Mm-mm, it's not Jide. It's no, there's an Igbo this thing, Jide. No, that's, how do you pronounce so, There's okay, an Igbo name, Jidena. There's an Igbo name called Jidena. So it should be Jide. Jide instead of Jide, it would be Jide. I just pronounced it. It would be Jide. It's Jide na. That's the Igbo name. And pronounce it. So it would be Jide, but but Yoruba is Jide, not okay. Jide, not Jide. Whether it's Jide or Jide na, I don't know. I should make sure pronounce it to play around with it. So it's slight. It's slight. Not something that she would. Yeah. So that was why I was. But I feel like we would. Uh, hmm. My name has been called so many things. Like I, I feel like comfort should be an easy enough name. I mean, it's people mispronounce it. People mispronounce that. Are you they say comfort. <laughs> okay. Oh, oh yeah, it's traveled out in Nigeria. People mispronounce my name, but that's normal too. So where was I? <clears throat> So basically, she was so upset about, you know, what had happened. Like, the guy didn't defend her or say anything, you know, to support her and all that stuff, right? Mm. And so the woman was like, okay, let's have a meeting. Dig it. And then the woman calls her, tells her that, oh, yes, I brought this boy up. He's going to definitely respect me. Blah, 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 mm. blah, blah, blah. This thing, this thing, this thing. Talks about legitimate legacy, inheritance. She doesn't think that the guy, the woman will provide the, the bloodline that the son needs. Mm. What does that even mean? Continue. Yeah, and so she's like, that's that's why she wants the son to marry Adalbi because Adalbi is from father's people. Mm. And she talks and she talks and she says a lot of stuff. And she's like, Uchenna has asked for permission and I have given him permission to marry you. 
permission, yes. But there are two conditions. First is that you must get pregnant before the wedding. No way. Dangerous. Second, and second is that they can the renovate everything, right? But they will keep all the father's pictures and things as they are. And as you move to the back boys' quarters, she will live in their main house, and the mom will live in the boys' quarter. And so, you know, she not fight though. They've done, I liked how uh, her instance this thing. Mm. Tigers, there's no need to fight. It has not really the stage where they do or die a fear. Now, love, mm-hmm. I love. No be key, I keep a scene. You I get it. not read that stage. Yeah. So she just Kokuma extracted herself. I, I agree with you on one thing. I'm not a, the right fit for Uche. And Uche like came in, she hugged and everything. At first, I was like, okay, did she hear the conditions? She just said, like, boy, bye. And she carried herself and she left. <laughs> I started to start innovation. <laughs> what is okay. that? Like when you're like you're so sure. Because let me tell you, a lot of times, yeah, not for me. Yeah, a lot of times, right? People enter into relationships and they think, okay, yeah, he has said this, but I can change his mind. Mm. Yeah, jigger. There are these conditions, but jigger, something can happen. He will change as far as. Let's try get married. You get that's the most important thing for me to become a wife. You can cross that bridge when we get there. But mm. more bridges can become walls and castles very mm. quickly. Jigger. Mm. So fix important thing. Make sure that you are not compromising on something you can't compromise yeah. on. Yeah. yeah, that's very true. I don't know why people think they can change. You don't know. You can't mm-hmm. say. You know, you are not hundred percent sure this person will change. So why are you just banking on maybe like twenty percent? Give yourself peace of mind and bounce. Yeah. She did the right thing. She knew her worth. Mm. Okay, Timmy, you're going next. But my lover's vendetta. Yes. Uh, Your story. Um, so I gave this a wonderful topic. What's your right. topic? So, What's Uber your driver topic? with liar in fetals. You guys, I want to forget you. <laughs> this story. So it's about a lady that. Um, so she was narrating how she met her husband in a BRT bus. And at that time, she was a cleaner in a general hospital at Karamebagi Hospital, somewhere in Lagos. Mm. So she finished that day and she actually saw her work as, you know, something really honorable. You know, she said that even, you know, she it was quite honorable to her doing that cleaning job in the general hospital, you know, cleaning up after people that are thrown up, cleaning up after people that, you know, had problems or issues. She was really, you know, happy with what she does. So on one very day, she was quite tired. She entered the Briarty bus and she rested on a guy close to her, slept up. When she then got to the last stop, they got down and they just started talking. So within months, I think months, right? She got married to the guy. So 
she had a friend who was engaged to one Ebuka. That's the only name I remember in that story. She had a friend who was engaged to Ebuka, and Ebuka just left a ring on her finger for four years and decided not to walk her down the aisle. So um, that friend was a friend from the orphanage because she met her friend. She lost her parents. The main girl lost her parents at a very young age. And she met her friend in um, an orphanage. So, but her husband, the person she met on in the Biratim bus, did not like her friend. And her friend supported her through, you know, during the wedding, they had a court wedding, you know, just went to sign the papers and they got married, but they couldn't have kids. And her husband's uncle keeps coming to the house and, you know, harassing her, telling her when is she going to have a child for you know, the husband, because the husband also doesn't have his parents alive. He's just his uncle that is like a father figure in his life. So he keeps saying, when is, when is he going to have a grandkid or when is he going to have his grandchildren? And or just kept harassing the lady for, I think, about four years. So they've now been married for four years. And, you know, she was, she was, I think she, she during the, the marriage, I think early on into the marriage, she became an Uber driver. So she also met someone that she knew from the hospital who convinced her to, you know, take up nursing because she's good with kids and all that. And her husband supported her. You know, she went to a nursing school and she eventually became a nurse. So while working one day, one of the doctors um, told her she got she was pregnant and she was so happy for the woman and the woman and she started crying on the spot the woman was wondering what was wrong and she told the woman that she has been unable to conceive a child she and her husband and she signed her up for um, an appointment to check if she's okay and all that she got home told her husband about it and the husband then told her that he has been unable to, like, he's impotent, you know, since he was a teenager. I think someone mistakenly hit him in his area, and it just happened. So when he was a teenager, he, he, it was saying that he became, um, what's the word, sterile. So she was broken, because this man was there when they went to, hospitals to check if they were okay this man was there when his uncle came with the idea of them going to a native doctor to get a potion so that it can help them conceive and her uncle has also harassed her and everything so after that when she found out she i think she sent him out of the house or she left i can't remember which one but she left a while to just clear her head she now went back to the house. Only for her to find out that everything is gone. The guy had taken all her things. Her uncle had taken all her things. So she was just, she didn't have anything. And her husband left and yeah, she was just there. So the story was one story. It was this, the only, okay, it's not the only, but it was the story that actually really touched me because she was deceived into this marriage, you know, she was tormented, harassed by her in-law, you know, why isn't she having a child? And that brings me to the whole thing about always blaming women for infertility issues or, 
you know, a couple not being able to conceive a child and it's always the woman that is at fault, you know, because she's the one that the baby has to grow inside. Why can't she be the one that, you know, takes all the blame? So, but here we see that it's the man that even after everything, she eventually still went for the appointment and so seeing that she was actually fine, you know, she could carry a child. So, you know, I felt for her because I felt for her because this was someone that you met, this was someone that you loved, it's all your heart. This was someone that, you know, you've already envisioned how your future was going to be, you know, in your head. You guys are going to do, you and you and us. I can't remember what the guy was doing. Does anybody remember? No, okay. Job. So you He's guys, mechanic or something. He changed his job after that. Okay, I can't remember. So you guys were going to like build something together, have kids, and he just deceived you. You know, he didn't mention the fact that he could not father a child. And I think he also mentioned the fact that if you had told her earlier, he was too scared to, to lose her or something. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> you still lost her at the end of the day. So it didn't really matter what. So it was just plain selfishness on the man's part and wickedness. And you know, do you know what? Do you know what annoyed me about the whole story? It wasn't mm. that the guy was sterile. It wasn't that he didn't tell her he was sterile. It was how deliberate he was about defrauding her mm. because he was fraud. Yeah. yeah. He was paying, was. he was paying all the doctors that they had been seeing mm. behind her back. That there is nothing wrong with him. Mm. He was very intentional about it, mm. very deliberate about it, and yeah. you know, was quiet while this girl while she agonized while his uncle and that shameless uncle of his. I'm telling you that he eat their food, everything, and just kept harassing her. And he knew, and he knew yeah. that the boy could not father each other. That's what that's what that's what astounded me. That's what I just I just think people people can be wicked in this life. Mm-hmm. People can be wicked in this life. That's why it takes the grace of God to forgive. You know, when people say forgiveness, oh, okay. it's easy. they make it seem like forgiveness <laughs> is easy. It takes the grace of God because people ah, hmm, it can be wicked though. Mm. As in. He did. He did. You know, it should have even been better if he went to the doctor. They went together, and then doctor now unveils that he was sterilized, and then he now says, "Oh my God, I am." Act like mm-hmm. yeah. 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 It, becomes, it becomes a joint problem that they will go and pray mm-hmm. about. But that he, you know, he took it a step further mm. to pay more than one doctor. Yeah, to say that everything was fine with him. Hi. It was just ah, that was mm, bad, bad, bad. This is real example of the heart of man is desperately wicked. Who can know it? So, any final words before we end the session? It's been fun. I'm still ignoring Moyo. Yeah, comfort. <laughs> it's been fun. Comfort has been fun. For the rest of you, it's been fun. It was so nice to see you all again, for reals. So with that, we're going into the prayer session. Momo. Momo. In Jesus' name. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, Lord, we thank you for allowing us to gather around again today. 
to come and do what we love, to talk about books. Father, thank you for the grace that you've given unto us, the grace to take our time during the week to sit down and actually read these books. Father, we pray that your continuous grace shall continue to rest on us in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Father, Lord, we it's our coming week into your brother and so Lord God. All that we set to accomplish this week shall be accomplished in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Father, we pray strength, O Lord, that us grant unto us that strength to achieve all of our, our desires, O Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. And Father Lord God, by this time next week, we shall all have full cause to gather again to come and discuss on what we love in the mighty name of Jesus. None shall be found uh, missing in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. In my prayer. Amen. Amen. Thank Amen. you, guys. Have a great week. Bye. Bye bye to everybody except comforts. Comforts. <laughs> Get away. Bye. Bye. Bye.